getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, breaking down the biggest games. If Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 Football Conference, who are you rooting for to win the conference if Tech does not win it this year? Well, busting some chops along the way. I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right? days a week together. Why yeah. do, Why would yeah. we need to communicate during the weekends? <laughs> right. Save we it for the show. We, know. We, save, we do. We save it for the show. Tune into the Morning Drive Live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Clint Scott's in for Jamie Litt with Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Nice to have you with us this morning on the morning drive. Uh, we are your sunrise sports station, but the sun won't rise. Right now we're in those uh, that time period where it's, days are really short. Mm-hmm. So the sun doesn't really rise until almost the end of the 7 o'clock hour. Do you like the early dark coming in the evening as well? No. Yeah, me neither. I'm a, I'm a lighter later guy. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't I don't care for that big uh, big fan of uh, daylight savings time. Okay. <laughs> uh, tomorrow we will have, as uh, Jeff mentioned, optimum game day live coverage from uh, Houston from NRG, just uh, right outside. We'll have uh, coverage with uh, Jamie. Will be uh, in Houston, and then uh, Clint is also traveling to Houston today. He's uh, he's driving. And he'll get there faster than anybody trying to fly there. Um, and then uh, we'll take you all the way up to the kick uh, tomorrow with our uh, Optimum Game Day Live coverage presented by United Supermarkets. And then after the game, a bonus edition of the Double T 97.3 Coors Light postgame show with our fine and friendly host, Garrett Luft. Yeah, hopefully it's a uh, very, very happy Garrett Luft. Yeah. Um, it, ta- it does... It takes a little bit for him to be happy. Yeah. Okay, it's it's uh, it, you have to have a, a near perfect game, right? And even then, he's what what, what he is. Uh, I think he's precisely critical, and uh, he's uh, he's that coach that just wants you to be better, <laughs> whether you win or whether you lose. Uh, but yeah, been... I, it's 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 been a there's been some very very giddy Garrett Luft moments though over the past couple of years. Yeah, this it, this year was better. I don't think I had to remind him once that we won the game. <laughs> okay, there been, there been some there been some times where I, hey we we did win the we did win the game. I mean I know it was ugly, but we mm. we did we did win the game. So kind of keep that in keep that in mind. Uh, we get this from the Eighth Morning Center chat line. Been reading a lot of horror stories on uh, websites about. Ninety percent of Southwest Airlines flights being canceled, including flights to Houston. Yeah, I had a buddy of mine. I say buddy, friend, associate, not associate, uh, acquaintance. How about that? Maybe acquaintance who um, had his flight canceled to Houston. Yet at the same moment, almost uh, Southwest Airlines delivered him a uh, ad uh, to his uh, social media about flying to Houston. I was already doing that. I was already I was, doing I, that. I, I was, that was in the motion. Now you want me to buy another yeah. one. <laughs> hey, we heard you're uh, somehow, someway, little birdie told us you're interested in, in going to Houston. Right. <laughs> Click here. Click here. Right. Uh, uh, Dan in Dallas. Uh, good morning, guys. Getting my last minute work done. Truck is packed and ready. My lucky lady is excited and ready. That's good. All right. Uh, good morning. Hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. Yes. Uh, South Texas Ambassador Preston. I bet you didn't know we had ambassadors on this program. 
I, I did not. No, that's, he, that's pretty good. He represents us in South Texas, our friend Preston. <laughs> uh, he says, my buddy Matt Mills provided the stock for yesterday's tech football rodeo at the Texas Bowl. Okay. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. When are we going to have a Raymar rodeo? I know Never. we have a bull rider. You yeah, can do I'm, the. I'm, you could do the announcing. You'd be great at it. Oh, I could be the the just the PA guy. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Like in the shoot, choice Woodman, in and he's shoot. off. And he's off. <laughs> and he's off his bull. And here comes the stretcher. Yeah. All that. Uh, Six thirty-five this morning here on the morning drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Morning Center chat line. Go to double t dot com for that or the mobile app. We will have uh, bowl games for you today on uh, 100.7 the score it all begins at 11 with the Camilla Bowl uh, this is Buffalo and Georgia Southern uh, both teams are 6-6 six and six, okay uh, then we'll also have the Birmingham Bowl from Birmingham Tech has participated in this bowl before East Carolina and Coastal Carolina Coastal is 9-3 and three. East Carolina the Pirates are 7-5 and five. and then uh, later on tonight Oklahoma State and Wisconsin. Okie State is seven and five. Badgers are six and six. They have a new coach, although the interim coach is um, coaching this team. Luke Fickle, though, will be on a headset. Yeah, and it, it's crazy because when you add in the original announcement of the four teams that are coming to the Big Twelve, it just seemed like, boy, yeah, Luke Fickle, he's set going to be a big 12 coach he's going to get that power five job without having to go to boys he's going to get the notre dame job well you know well something of an ohio state level that seems like that was the interest level would that ever even be open doesn't feel like it uh and then now at wisconsin and it, that's that's one of these bowl games where it, at the you know, check at the start of the season uh, if I said, boy, look forward, it's going to be Oklahoma State and Wisconsin. You thought maybe that they did pretty well and finished second and third in their own conference, but you get here and Oklahoma State was a dumpster fire at the end and Wisconsin fired their coach. Yeah, so, right. It's one of those weird matchups right now. Are you uh, are you into the bowl season or are you uh, do you do you pick and choose your bowl games? You know, I, I used to be a lot more into to, to bowl games in, in the bowl season and then the to be honest, the, the opt-outs over the past few seasons have kind of taken me out, and it just feels like there's just so many. So I've gotten more to the point where uh, I pick and choose now. Uh, and also just, you know, it, it it rivals with college basketball, so that usually takes up more of my time right now. <laughs> but to, to say, like, hey, you're going to tune into a bowl game with, like, UAB and Troy, eh, not so much. Used to be more. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh... Pro day sports, though. Pro day sports. Way more, uh, way more into uh, the NFL for me mm-hmm. than than these nondescript bowl games. Yeah, um, I will tune in for for most of the Big Twelve ones. Like I plan on watching the Oklahoma State one tonight when I get there, just to see what they look like. But that could be a very weird showing. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to worry about the opt outs with them because you know that. I mean, a lot of that Oklahoma State roster entered the transfer portal. A lot of guys with a lot of experience, but the way they were playing, you know, you asked the question, which I think is a valid question around this time of years, who wants to actually be in this bowl game? I have no idea what the Cowboys are going to look like, but I can't imagine offensively it's going to be very pretty. Yeah, and you, and you start to wonder at what point in time does Mike Gundy kind of welcome wear out there or his act wear out there? 
Yeah, and, and he's gone through some rough patches with with donors and mm-hmm. with with roster guys and, and athletic with, directors. I mean, it's it, it hasn't been smooth sailing. But you look up and at the same time, he's the third longest tenured head coach behind Kirk Ferentz, uh, and I'm blanking on his name from Utah, but I, I, I bet he's got a, a couple more years. I think it would take at least two seasons just like this because, again, they're still at a bowl game, still six wins, and, and mm-hmm. he hasn't. He has, I think the, the, the one season that they don't finish with six, I think he'd be gone. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, getting you ready for today's sports day. You know, three of the first four games have been at home, so you know at some point in time you're going to have to venture out outside the 806 so that'll be that'll start this week while having a little fun along the way always good if you can blame it on somebody else right yeah sure especially some media guy sure. right some media guy catch the show live weekday mornings from six to nine on lubbock sports station double t 97 3 27 december 2022 last tuesday of the year with this day in sports history here's jeff mcguire to start in 1919 red sox owner harry freeze Announces they will deal any player except Harry Hooper. I'm going to go ahead and spoil the story later in the year. Hooper would be sent to the White Sox after the 20 season. Okay. I think that was like a marketing tactic to get rid of him. We won't won't trade Harry Hooper. That's the only one. Wink. 1953 American Football League Championship, Briggs Stadium. Detroit Lions beat Cleveland 17-16 to retain their title. 1960, the 1961 NFL Draft took place. Tommy Mason of the University of Tulane is the first pick by the Minnesota Vikings. In 1960, on this day, they did the 1961 draft. Well, the draft for the 61 season. Okay. No, I got you. It just seemed it seemed a little odd that they couldn't wait. It seems very morning drive appropriate. They couldn't wait like four or five days to get to 1961 <laughs> for the 61 draft. I think that was a big deal then. Anyone like up in arms? Right. Still 1960. 1964. The National Football League Championship took place at Cleveland Stadium. The Browns shut out the Colts 27 to nothing. It was the last championship won by a major league pro sports team from Cleveland until the 2016 NBA Cavaliers. Mm. Mm. 1973, Dodgers announced night games will start at 7.30 instead of at 8. Ooh, big push there. Well, I mean, it'll just even delay even more the Dodger fans who notoriously get there late. They couldn't get there at 8, so therefore 7.30. That sounds like what they should have done is still had it at 8. And it could have been like what my mom would do. Okay, we're leaving at 6.30. Be ready to leave at 6.30 when we're actually leaving at 7. So when I was ready to leave at 7, you know, we were on our way. We were on time, right. 1981, Euler Wayne Gretzky becomes the first NHLer to get 100 points in the fastest amount possible of 38 games. Wayne Gretzky's a requirement of every day of this day in sports mm-hmm. history, right? Yeah. You'd be surprised how often I sip something from him. Yeah. However, being the youngest NHLer to get 100 points, yeah. Oh, yeah I imagine no, there's no doubt. It says something, right? 1991, Bengals hired Don- Dave Shula as the youngest NFL coach at 32. That did not work out. Mm-mm. Did not. It's National Fruitcake Day. No. Oh. Completely out. You know, I, I complain about it a lot for someone who hasn't had a piece of fruitcake in probably like eight years, but I don't necessarily want to. 
just didn't didn't seem appealing. I, I saw some at the store the other day. It was at the, you, you know that they're trying to get rid of stuff when they try to sell it right there at the cashiers. Like, hey, would you would you like some of this? No. It's the no. last, try to do the last thing that you see. Oh, yeah, and on your way out, you know, you get a Snickers, Kit Kat, or a fruitcake. And, ah, yeah. I'm out. No. Well, and you know that's a bad dessert, too, because there's desserts that are kind of iffy that people go, well, you can't get store-bought. You know, like, my mom makes a great ginger snap. No one goes like, oh, you haven't lived till you've tried my grandma's, you know, fruitcake. She just knocks it out of the park. No one even says that. So, out. Out. Happy birthday to Bill, Bill Goldberg, who's 56. Oh, yeah. Nick Chubb, 27. Savannah Guthrie, 51. Uh, John Amos is 82. Cole Hamels, 39. Nolan Richardson is 81. Golly, I didn't know he was still alive. Car- Carson Palmer, 43. And Chuck and Clint's favorite. It might be the reason you two people are here. Bill Self, 61 today. How about that? Happy birthday. Now I feel disgusted. <laughs> You feel icky? Yeah. yeah. I need a shower. Again. <laughs> 1944 in history, World War II dragged on. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt orders the Secretary of War to seize properties belonging to the Montgomery Ward Company because the company refused to comply with the labor agreement. Roosevelt ordered the Secretary of War to seize their plants in New York, Michigan, California, Illinois, Colorado, and Oregon. In his announcement that day, Roosevelt emphasized that the government would, quote, not tolerate any intolerance with the war production in this critical hour, end quote. He issued a stern warning to labor unions and industry managements alike, quote, strike in wartime cannot be condoned, whether they are strikes by workers against their employers or strikes by employers against the employers against the government. And that is this day in sports history. Okay, this day in sports history. Uh, John Amos, Amos, he was in uh, good times. He was in Roots. But he was also a college football player. He played for Colorado State, played for the Rams. He's also a Golden Gloves boxing champion. Um, He signed a free agent contract with the Chiefs. Hank Stram, then the coach said, you're not a football player. You're a man trying to play football. (laughs) He was also Mr. McDowell in uh, Coming to America. Right. So that's all you need to know. And he was the weatherman on the Mary Tyler Moore show back in the day. And he was uh, JJ's father on Good Times. Man, what what a shot. You're a man trying to play football. Well, he was honest. Yeah. What a gut punch, though. Yeah, no, no no doubt. (laughs) What a gut punch. Uh, Speaking of nailing something, Jeff McGuire, man to the front of the line, he said... On uh, Friday on this fine radio show. Well, I actually said it Tuesday behind the scenes. But he did. We talked about it Friday on the air. He started calling that there would be Chris Beard news. Uh, he he felt like that there would be a big news dump on uh, on Friday afternoon. I think you said about 3.15. You were off like... I said sometime between like 3 and 3.30. Yeah. But if it went to 3.45, it wouldn't surprise me. Sometime in that ballpark. Yeah. He, he had predicted that... Uh, that Texas was going to announce that Chris Beard was going to come back and coach. I, I What it was is if they didn't un- fire him then, mm-hmm. then he would coach another game. Oh, that's right. Mm. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Hmm. It feels like you are currently in the correct camp with how this is starting to shake out. I still don't see any way that they can bring him back. Uh, certainly. What Pay his, attention. Uh, They're doing it. You know, certainly what his fiance said. Uh, was uh, attempt to save some money or mm-hmm. capture some money back. 
but man alive, what a what a mess that is. Uh, I, I still feel like the 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 lawyers are negotiating a settlement. Yeah, it, and maybe it just feels like because I always thought there was like I had it like five percent chance that he's back just because you never know in today's world of sports. But now it certainly it at least feels like that percentage has grown immensely from one news headline. Do you think it's 50-50? I think so. Yeah, okay. I think it's 50-50. You're listening to the Morning Drive Podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at 8. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Was it pretty big? Yeah. I mean, it was impressive? It's, yeah. Was it fascinating? It was. I thought it was fascinating. It kind of smelled, but I mean. <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Well, Scott is in for Jamie and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Jamie will be uh, joining us tomorrow from Houston. Clint's going to drive down to Houston today. And uh, we'll have uh, Optimum Game Day Live coverage presented by United Supermarkets uh, all day tomorrow, stem to stern. Uh, including the Double T 97.3 Coors Light postgame show, courtesy of Garrett Luft uh, tomorrow night. It'll be uh, early into the morning. So my guess is, let's see, it's an 8 o'clock kick. So about a three-and-a-half, four-hour game. And then uh, an hour postgame. That'll put uh, the Double T 97.3 Coors Light postgame show on the air about about 2. Yep. About 2, between one thirty and 2, I would think. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think maybe what we should say to him is you might as well just carry it to the morning drive. Yeah, just have a uh, a four-hour party there. Marathon. Yeah. yeah, just, marathon. yeah go, go, go all the way to six. We'll have, tw- yeah, 20. Well, because then at that point, you, you we could get all the way to 24 hours of live radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's uh, that's everyone's dream, right? Listen Absolutely. to us for sure. 24 yeah, sure. I, 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 I go to bed <laughs> thinking about that. Uh, thinking about... Um, Ole Miss tomorrow, and they're and they're rushing. Quinshawn Judkins is their big stud. Mm-hmm. Two hundred and fifty-one uh, attempts, uh, fifteen hundred. Excuse me, fourteen hundred seventy-six net yards. Uh, he averages about five point nine yards per tote. Sixteen touchdowns, and his longest run was sixty-one yards. They have another runner, Zach Evans, who's rushed for about eight hundred and ninety-nine yards on the season. Yeah, that's and, that's the uh, the TCU transfer. And it, it's funny with those guys um, when when speculation was happening as far as who you're going to play, what bowl game you're going to be in, and, and then this kind of started to come uh, to fruition uh, of, boy, it looks like you might actually be facing Ole Miss. And I remember seeing a couple people, and, and it's just funny with what you expect from Lane Kiffin and what he's had offensively, either as a coordinator or a head coach from different stops, Alabama, USC, uh, someone went, oh, man, I really don't want to face a passing attack right now with what you saw against Oklahoma. And it's like, well, good news, bad news. Good news is that you're not facing a, pa- a passing attack. <laughs> uh, I mean, they can throw it. Uh, the bad news is they have the SEC's leading rusher uh, and the best rushing attack out of that conference. Yeah. Their quarterback, Jackson Dart, 201 of 321. He has thrown eight picks, 2,613 yards. And 18 touchdowns on the season. Um, are you bullish on Tyler Shuck, or are you uh, just wondering if he's going to be here next year, or do you wonder how effective he can be uh, tomorrow night? I uh, boy. Given that his level of competition that he's played against hasn't been 
what the other fellows face. It's certainly not Donovan Smith, who's no longer with you. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i interested to see what he does tomorrow because I think, as you mentioned, uh, of the three teams he faced, I think this will be, still be the best defense that he'll sit well other than Iowa State but Iowa State you're going back and forth in a weird game um, but overall team I think this is the best one that you will see and does he play well does he have the offense going yeah I have all those questions I think he can I think he will um, but the second question is where I'm at right now is he even going to be here next year and whether it is testing draft waters whether it's sticking around and then seeing if he's on another campus I wouldn't guess that he would transfer again again you never know at this point i think if he left it would be more towards the testing the nfl waters now the draft stock has obviously just fallen off from where he was when he first came here from oregon when he was you know there was talk boy is this the the first quarterback that's going to get taken is this one of the top three quarterbacks right. and then you have the double injuries um but still if that's alluring enough if you know, I felt like there was some grumblings there for a little bit after the last win uh, in the quarterback room, and there in, in well, he in the, grumbled. Yeah, I mean, he grumbled. That's fair. Um, but regardless, there was some stuff being thrown around. I just, I don't know if he's gonna be here next year. I mean, he had a little chip on his shoulder after that last game. I mean, he's he's eighty-two of one thirty-eight, three touchdowns. Excuse me, three interceptions, six touchdowns for a thousand and sixty-two yards. I, I do think what you saw though. In those, and with that chip on her shoulder, I would rather have a Tyler Shuck that does have that. Now, maybe not, you know, if he's just calling out teammates or anything like that. And I, I didn't think it was that bad of what he said, personally. And and, and calling out people in the building that said they didn't have belief in him. Sure. But and, he, he, he called out his fellow quarterback teammates by saying, yeah, I knew I was going to get another chance. Yeah. And so maybe, maybe if he goes back... You have a different if, view on that than Jamie does. I do. So... I, I, I Do I love how he worded it? No, but what I look at is you finally had a quarterback with some salt. Since he's been here, Tyler Shuck has been so freaking robotic. Like, it's been like, I'm Mr. Quarterback. I do what I'm, say what I'm supposed to say, do what I'm supposed to do. And, man, if I'm just trying to put myself in, in his shoes uh, of being this kind of the guy. You win the starting job two seasons in a row. Uh, you have injuries, you have people questioning him, you have people in the fan base calling him a paper quarterback. Again, all fair because when you're hurt to that extent and you don't see him on the field, you're not seeing him on the field. And those last three games, I felt like he answered the bell, and I don't know what's going on in the locker room. Again, if he had that situation again and he was asked the same question, would I have liked to have him either worded it differently or approached it differently? Sure, but... I, I kind of like a little edge to your quarterback. I think offensively at times you needed a little edge. And to be honest, when you look at some of the games that you dropped, you didn't have that. And I do again, I, I don't like the, the calling out teammates and stuff, uh, but it felt like a, a pent-up kind of got it out of his system. Now, if he does stick around next year and it's like, turns into oh man yeah knew we we're gonna lose this game because the wide receivers keep dropping balls and something like that and i don't think it would progress and snowball to that effect then that would be bad but just the one time kind of offense feeling i didn't have a huge issue with it okay um does he finish the game tomorrow or does he get hurt tomorrow <laughs> i think he finishes the game tomorrow okay do we see baron morton tomorrow i do i think i think uh, it'll be the same deal i think we will see uh 
Well, I guess since Donovan Smith won't be there, we'll see uh, the two the two main ones in some facet. But Barrett, I mean, they'll they'll use Barron differently than they would use Donovan Smith. I mean, they're not going to use him in right. the same same role. Right? They're not they're not going to put him as like an up back spot and right. stuff like that. Or at least we think, or hand the ball yeah. off, or flip yeah. it to him, or something like that. I I think we will see him on the field in some way or fashion, whether it be a play or five plays. Uh, I think we'll see something. Were you sorry to see Donovan Smith go? Yeah, I was. I really, really enjoyed him. And, and obviously you need as much depth at that spot as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I loved what you were doing with him late in the season. I understood it. Um, didn't love that he went to Houston. I uh, didn't, didn't love that he'll be back in the conference immediately. Um, but I, I understood his move. You know, uh, when you were singing those uh those lyrics there just for a second ago I, I thought you were going to break into a little Mr. Roboto <laughs> are you familiar with that song? Domo Arigato Mr. Roboto yeah Domo yeah. Domo 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 yeah. right. I thought maybe for a second there you were you were headed that way uh, 723 this morning here on the morning drive <laughs> give me uh, somebody who could have a big game for you tomorrow uh, I, I've got pegged Krishan Merriweather on the defensive side, and I think you'll need to. You're going to see a, a lot of kind of second-level tackles. I mean, you mentioned, especially the, the top two running backs there with the rushing attack, you're going to need that. You're going to see a lot of chunk ones. Um, if How about you can, offensively? Offensively, boy, give me Taj Brooks. Okay. I'm, I'm going with Taj. I was thinking Sir Roderick, and then I was also thinking X, uh, Xavier White. Yeah, I, I, I'm – I think just with your rushing attack, because you saw that really get really good at the end and started to use it a little more consistently. I think it could be Taj or Sir Roderick. I think you'll use them evenly. Uh, my guess is maybe Sir Roderick gets a few more yards, but Taj gets a few closer touchdowns. Your morning dose of coffee and sports. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, what you got for me? You know that I uh, secretly uh, covet uh, take versus take, right? You know, oh, you do? Oh, yeah. you should have told me. We could have uh, We could have just transferred it, done made a, a trade for it. D- done a... <laughs> Is that transient property? Yeah, I, I have explicit so. instructions for Jamie to let, not to let that happen, actually. So. Oh. Sorry. Would you rather be uh, an answer, a competitor on take versus take, oh, or yeah. would you rather have the questions? Because I think you would do both at well, or well at both. I'd like to have the, I'd like to be the, <laughs> I'd like to answer the questions. <laughs> but I'll answer your question, and so will Jeff, and so will our right. fine, fine listening audience. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll, uh, I'll hand out points today for Jamie's question of the day, and we'll get it as close to take versus take as possible. Okay. Uh, we, won't, we don't have to get into how bullish we are on the Cowboys yet for this question, but I do want to go to the NFL and to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, one, and I know you still have the faintest, most outside of shots to uh, getting the one seed and not being the top wild card, but in the very slim chances of that, I will approach it that way today. If you are a Cowboys fan and you're looking at who could be your first opponent between the Bucks and the Panthers, are you rooting for one to win out of who you would rather face, or do you care? I, I don't want to face Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, I, I think... 
I think until he's like dead and buried, you know, <laughs> he, he's a guy that uh, can single handedly will his team to a victory. And I'm, I'm not sure there's, I'm not sure there's anybody else in the NFL that has that ability right now to do that, mm-hmm. you know, where he could, and I know he's 45 years old, but I mean, the dude just finds a way to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, obviously the, 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 the legend has not left. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm I'm with you right now, in in that it, it doesn't matter how down of a year that he's finally having. Still, the name Tom Brady is still there. Um, you still kind of the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't want to see Aaron Rodgers, even though they're a completely different boat right now. But from a Cowboys standpoint, guys that have owned you when you have played them, which you know it's been more recent that you've seen them more for him finally being in the NFC, but. The, the greatest of all time, depending on how you look at them, is still going to find a way to be dangerous in the playoffs, even if they come in with a losing record. I'm just curious if, as a whole, of the Cowboys fan base, if they still put stock into that. Jeff? I would rather pro- face the NFL All-Pro team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> because at least losing to the NFL All-Pro team would make sense. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make any sense to lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You're going to because Tom Brady is their quarterback. So no confidence level of that. None. Zero. 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 Not a wow. zilch. <laughs> I'm, I'm with him. How Leaning toward Carolina? negative numbers in confidence versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How about the Carolina Panthers? I mean, they still have a shot at getting into the playoffs. It's crazy. It, well, in, in They what, fired as, their coach. They, they fired their coach, and as of right now... The way that their schedule shapes out, I mean, they control their own destiny. Those two teams are going to go head to head this week, so really, it's more of now they they would still figure till they have to win out. Um, but really, the the question for Jamie's question of the day goes to boy, if you're tuning in this Sunday, who are you rooting for? And it, I would guess, it would be, almost all of Dallas fans would be going all the way in on Carolina this week. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tom Tom Brady's a vampire, you know, <laughs> until until you drive a stake through his heart. Uh, he's and even then, even then, kind of feel like that he'll be able to rise up. Boy, yeah, I can imagine him sleeping in a coffin now after taking a nice avocado shake and just rising. Do you think anybody? Morning. Do you think anybody in the NFL wants to face Tom Brady in the playoffs? No, I, I don't think anybody does. Um, and the other side of that too, you know, uh, y- you shouldn't have to worry about them as much as a Cowboy standpoint. But I said the name Aaron Rodgers, and they've had a down season. But how about them? They're still in the hunt and have yet to be eliminated. Um, it- it's funny in a season where finally the two of the, I mean, top name quarterbacks that have been around forever um, have have dominated the NFL forever, uh, have won consistently. MVPs and and stat leaders, all of that. Uh, even in a down year, I see either of those names from the NFC, and I don't want to be facing him right now. From the the Tom Brady standpoint, again, the legend status, the he has been there, which goes a long ways in the NFL. He has done that, and, and now from the same team that he's on in the NFC, it was the first time they did it with Tampa. I think there were some questions because he was surrounded by guys in a coaching staff who hadn't, uh, but now. Whether it's gone poorly this year or not, uh, I don't want to face the legend status. And if it's an Aaron Rodgers, if they play their way uh, into the playoffs as they are starting to kind of traject themselves, do you really want to face a red-hot Aaron Rodgers in the playoff? I don't. 
Yeah, I, I don't think the Packers are going to make the playoffs. I don't think they will, but if they do, the 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 chain of events of them just winning and winning and winning, uh, which to the NFC standings right now, they are they are seven and eight. The Lions are seven and eight. The Seahawks are seven and eight. Uh, and those are the three that are on the outside looking in. Do you think all all four NFC East teams get in? No. Um, I think the commanders will fall out. How how likely is it that uh, Cliff Kingsbury survives with uh, Arizona? Oof. Oof. Man, I was reading uh, an article <laughs> and it seemed very rumorish, but like, boy, uh, Cliff Kingsbury could walk away on his own accord. Why would he walk away from... Yeah, that extension. Um, I the extension is is what what kind of stops me. The the Cardinals put themselves in a very strange situation um, where he's on the now that you know now that Rule is gone and now that Hackett has been fired, uh, feels like he's on the hottest seat by far no in the NFL. Yeah. Um, but how much does that five-year extension, just being the first year of that, how much does that weigh into them keeping him around? Because it seems like they're ready for just a destruction, not just of him, but, boy, Kyler Murray. Who who wants to come in and coach him right now? Yeah, I I, uh, I thought that was a mistake. Uh, it's easy to say that now, but, I mean, just to me, Kyler Murray looks like a high school quarterback. Yeah, and there's clearly maturity issues. You don't have a leader right now. Uh, it's just a mess he's, over there. He's not tall enough. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't play as much into the height, but when your maturity is your height, that's <laughs> that's not good. You're tuned into the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. That's not to say that they don't respect the run game that you have, but you're talking about one quarterback leading the the conference in passing so far this year. And remember, he didn't start the first game. Right. still play a lot though and also bringing some humor to your day I, I just don't want to disappoint you I just as much as I disappoint you I don't want to disappoint you in some things that you expect from me hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app 801 this morning on the morning drive good morning with Jamie Lint out Clint Scott in Jeff McGuire in I'm Chuck Hines nice to have you with us this morning as we come to you from the First United Bank studio here in downtown Lubbock and uh, anxious to hear from you this morning on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, go to double-t973.com uh, for that of the mobile app. Uh, Benchmark Hotline is open as well at 806-771-0973. You can go to the Double T973 mobile app. Uh, presented by Happy State Bank <clears throat> to weigh in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, Clint and Chuck, this is discombobulating. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's discombobulating. I think uh, it's a uh, I think it's a compliment of being discombobulated. That's what I'll that's what I'll go with. Okay. That's one of those uh, fun words that you don't get to use every day. Right. So that's why I'll, it's it's a good thing that we got to see it and right. read it. Mhm. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll have uh, for you on uh, on the air today a couple of three three different Bulls games. Uh, the Camilla Bowl. I always think of Hurricane of the Hurricane with that, like Hurricane Camilla, 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 Camilla. Camilla. I always Camilla. think that is a bad name for a bowl, Camilla, because of the hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Is it Camilla or Camellia? 
probably Camellia, but I always think of it as Camilla, the hurricane. Okay. You know, then I'll, I'll think of the, it as a uh, boy George instead. Okay. Uh, then we'll have the Birmingham Bowl at uh, 645 tonight on 100.7 the score and the guaranteed rate bowl, which is uh, Okie State and Wisconsin. Do you do you care who wins any of these games? You know, g- generally, I especially this year, I I will root for Big 12 teams, all but three, uh, Kansas State, Texas, and Oklahoma. And it didn't used to be so much for Oklahoma, but now with those two until that they leave the SEC, I'm, I would, do not want them to have postseason success. Mm-hmm. Um, now, like the other night when I was sitting there and I was rooting for Baylor to beat Air Force, was Wait, really? was I distraught? Why? I just I, I I am one that wants the conference to see respect. See, I do, and I, and I, 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 I get that. I, I I get that not everyone like that. I mean, not everyone buys into that. But uh, no, especially this year, after any any sort of thing, I can throw back at the Big Ten trying to make it the Big Two and all of that. Even though top to bottom. Big 12 uh, is a much more viable football conference than what the Big 10 is because uh, their floor is certainly lower than what your conference's floor is. Um, I, I, I do buy into that. And now that being said, like when, when I was rooting for Baylor the other night and Air Force was just, I mean, shoving it down their throat, was I just distraught? Yeah. No, no. I was, uh, I was still laughing a little bit and, uh, it got to the point where I got past that and was enjoying the result, but it's 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 uh, in general will root for seventy percent of the Big Twelve. Uh, somebody hyphenatically spelled the hurricane for me out for Hurricane Camille. Yeah, Camille. That's right. Camille. Camille. I always I don't know why it's like uh, I don't know if you knew this or not because I don't know how much you listen to this fine, highly produced well-organized radio program that we have here called The Morning Drive. But did you know that probably for the entire time that it's been built, and I still I still am suspect of it, down the street is the Buddy Holly Hall. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I and it's, it's built on a site that was destroyed by the Lubbock Tornado in 1970. Uh... And uh, I just thought it was really weird that they had a tornado symbol on the side of the Buddy Holly Hall building. I uh, didn't understand that. I thought that was thought that was kind of weird. But it's, it's people have pointed out to me, including my wife and daughter number one, that it's actually Buddy Holly's initials that are scribbled out there that makes it look like a tornado symbol. Okay, so I need to go drive back by, driven by it a ton, been yeah. to it a couple times yeah. now. I need to really focus in on the tornado scribble because I hadn't noticed that once. I mean, that I, that, 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 that was his And I talked to others signature. about that too, and they yeah. were in complete agreement with me on that. But that the uh, tornado's an odd choice? Yeah, or, there's yeah. an odd choice for, you know, to have on. There's, it's like we're mocking the tornado or mocking tornadoes in general. Yeah. But it's not, it's Buddy Holly's. Okay. Initials that are on, on there. On I this. had no idea. See, so, l- learn something new every you, day. You, it's trivial, okay? <laughs> but you you do kind of pick up some things. I couldn't care less about respect for the Big 12. I care about two teams in the Big 12, and uh, mm-hmm. and that's it. I mean, the Big 12 can lose all their bowl games. I, I, I'm not rooting for TCU. 
mm-hmm. on Saturday in the college football semifinal. Uh, I won't root for them if they get to the national championship game. I didn't root for Baylor when they got to the national championship game in college basketball. Um, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> basketball is a little bit different for me. I, I tend to do the opposite of what I do because ba- so the, the, the way that I look at it right now where the Big 12 is, uh, in basketball, the conference is going to take care of itself. It's already the best conference uh, to me in college basketball. I don't think very many will dispute that. Uh, there will be some, but I think overall there is a healthy respect for Big 12 basketball where there is not. You've won the last two championships and you should have won the last three. Mm-hmm. And and there is not that same level of respect in football, and especially as you approach the new conference Basketball is just going to get better with the teams you're bringing in, or at least be at the same level. Uh, football, you're in a in a brand new world. Um, I'm not going to die on the hill of saying, you know, fighting fighting with someone of why they should be rooting for the Big Twelve because I get it. Don't get me wrong, I I, I, I get it, but <laughs> but football wise, you're just not on the same playing field. Uh, that you are with basketball and and I, I that's I guess that's where I'm coming from when I am rooting for uh the Big 12 in these bowl games and again there are still the ones that I won't and, and really as far as the new Big 12 it's just the one that I hate the most in the conference and that mm-hmm. is those purple kitties roll tide um but as a whole that's that's where I come from when I'm rooting for the Big 12 it's not a boy I just really love just really love everybody in the conference hands together I just think it's more of a uh Kind of taking some medicine to help you be better. So let me ask you this, and because I want to get to the Cowboys. So if you had your choice of the Big 12 being dominant in college basketball like they are, or dominant in college football like they aren't, would you would you flip it, or would you stay with the way that it is? No, I'm I'm too big of a college basketball yeah, fan. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't flip it. Yeah, I know, I know. I know that's the slim percentage answer, but it's I'm, my I'm, honest answer. I, like I'm it's with you, you. too. That's yeah. the extent of that, that give that answer. <laughs> now, you know, I, I, I just don't, I just don't, I don't care about the rest of the Big Twelve other than a couple of teams. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double t 973com